Any redistribution or reproduction of any part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited, except, ah, uh, who the hell are we kidding? Distribute it, share it, put it in your podcast, broadcast it, or put it on social media. Just give credit where credit's due. Welcome into another episode of We're Talking Today. Craig Malasso on the voice of the Cajuns, Jay Walker. Mr. Walker, how are you today? It's a beautiful day, and and I have a smile on my face, so all of that's good. Well, good. And, and it's the middle of the day, and we're not drinking. Yes, and uh, <laughs> you probably don't hear Mr. Walker very often either. No. <laughs> no. So uh, let's start it out, man. Cajuns App State, Tuesday night. Uh, I will tell you, it reminded me of a game in 2013 where the Cajuns went up to Jonesboro and totally dominated the Red Wolves, I thought, from start to finish. A little nervous at the end of the first half, wondering what App State was going to do come out in the second half, but Cajuns dominant. What did you see? Yeah, I... um... And, and I was with you, Craig. You know, it was 20-6 to 6 at the half, which was the same halftime score that you had against South Alabama the week before. And, you know, the App State had won the toss. They were going to get the football in the second half. And, boy, how many times have you and I talked about it, and I talked about it with other folks, how important that first possession of the third quarter is. And, uh, and Eric Guerra gets a pick. Cajuns turned it into six points, and... App State never recovered. Um, App State had never been beaten by 28 points in a conference game since they joined the league. And since they joined the league, they've been the gold standard, you know. And, you know, last year they went 9-3 and three and everybody was talking about what a bad year they had. So they, you know, that's a very, very good program. And the Cajuns played easily their best game of the year. Uh, I thought Levi Lewis came out and set the tempo for that game early. And after he went out, did his thing, and got the Cajuns on top, then the running game took over. What do you think about, I mean, to me, I thought the two keys going into the game were going to be the offensive line and the linebackers, the middle of the field for the defense, where we hadn't been our strongest. We've got good players there, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but we haven't been our strongest. And the offensive line finally had 10 days to where they could be in their position and practice their position and not switch in the middle of the game. They... um Offensive line played very well. And, you know, it's not a very deep offensive line right now. But they went out and played extremely well. And I thought the I thought that they harassed Bryce, the quarterback, a good part of the night. Um, you know, I continue to say the defense is the strongest part of this football team. And they, you know, they held App State to 250 yards in offense. I mean, it, you know, they, they wouldn't let them run the football, which is their bread and butter. And I thought they did a great job on Corey Sutton. I mean, that's a, that's a guy who can go out and get you double-digit catches any night. And I thought they did a very good job of containing him. Uh, I, I thought so, too. I, I, and I, we may have talked about this before, I don't remember, but looking at our defensive backs... I don't remember a group as tall as they are or as big as they are and as physical. There probably were. I just don't remember it. Well, you also have never had a group as deep as this This one is. You know, when you look at the star position where they got four guys that play there, this is a defensive backfield that goes about 12 deep. Now, we've never had that before. Yeah. But 12 guys who actually, they're not afraid to play any of them at any time. So I'm... You know, I think the defensive backs, I think, got off to a shaky start this year. 
but they've been playing better, and I thought they had their best game in the in the game against Dab. Well, I thought the defense in the Texas game and the Nichols game reminded me of the uh, our friend Gerald Broussard and his say, saying, snakes don't tackle. Yep. We, we, we weren't wrapping everybody up. We were just trying to hit them with no arms. And I, I think the defense has come so much, so far. But again, the beginning of the season, they were our strength. And, the, and uh, Patrick Tony knows what he's doing. I mean, we don't have to talk about that, man, but... I don't know, man. Just it's fun, exciting football right now. Uh, well, it, it was a week ago, you know. Yeah. I, look, winning's fun. Yes. Okay. And the Cajuns are five and one, but in four of the five wins, you left saying, you know what, we can play a lot better than this. Um, I, you know, I, I got into it with a couple of uh, a couple of fans, and I said, you know what, I've never been upset with a victory. Don't come at me and start whining. I, I don't want to hear it. Wins are wins. And I, I tried to explain that just because you play one way one week doesn't mean you're going to play that way the next week. And I even used the old adage that they talk about investments that um, past performance is not indicative of future results. And boy, did that hold true for the App State game because we hadn't seen that team all year. No, we hadn't, and I, I agree with you totally, and I hate that on Facebook that people want to come in on my post or something and, and, and post something negative about somebody else or, or two people that don't know each other get into an argument. Right. I'm like, it's delete, 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 and you're going, well, that's censorship. Yeah, you're damn right it's censorship, and it's my page. You don't like it? Go go start your argument on your own page. There you go. I'm No, that I think that, um, and, and of course, the, the issue now is, you go by what you just saw. So everybody thinks you're going to go to Jonesboro yeah. and win by 50. You know, that that's not going to happen, okay? Um, but it it is good to see just how good this team can be because there may be a time or two where they need to be that good again. Well, the, I think all of it, going back to your your point, is you're never as good as, as you think you are and you're never as bad as you think you are. And as fans... We only see the majority of the games. I think TV has opened us up a lot, but we don't see uh, Louisiana Tech play every, every weekend. I mean, we might, but we don't see every snap of every game like we see ours. So it's easy to be critical because we see everything. And I, I did not learn that. I used to say that about the Saints, about how every player would lead the Saints and then become a superstar. You don't see that on other teams. And then I go to Indianapolis and spend 10 years up there, and it's like, well, every player leaves the Colts and goes somewhere else and be a... So we don't see that side right. of it, I don't think. Right. I think you're right. Well, let's move on, uh, because like you said, God, it's been a week. Uh, that's that's kind of hard to kind of hard to uh, believe, uh, but I guess we haven't really... We, we've chatted a little bit, but not a whole lot. Um, let's move on. Uh, uh, tonight? No, tomorrow night. I keep forgetting what day it is. Tomorrow night, App State and Coastal? Yeah. What's your thoughts there? I mean, I, I don't know what Coastal is. Coastal's a good football team. I, I agree okay. let's, let's Let's leave the yeah buts out of it. Okay, that's a good football team. It's a veteran football team. They've got a dynamic offense. They've got a very good quarterback. They run an offense that's difficult to prepare for. They've got... One of the best receiving tight ends in America. They've got a, a, a very good wide out to go ahead and compliment him. And I think their defense doesn't get enough credit because their offense is so dynamic. Uh, they're a very good football team. But I'm just here to tell you. That was kind of loud. I'm just here to tell you. 
they're going to Boone. Appalachian State is embarrassed by their performance last week against the Cajuns. My guess is they have had an outstanding and well-focused um, week of practice. And I expect Appalachian State to play their best game of the year tomorrow night against Coastal Carolina. Is that going to be good enough to beat them? I don't know. We'll see. But they're going to give Coastal their best shot, and they're going to have the fans in, um, in Boone definitely in, in, in their corner. Um, you know, I don't bet, but at plus five looks really, really good to me. Oh, I, I agree. I, 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 I'm hoping for a good game, and I hope it, uh, I, I'm going to enjoy watching it tomorrow night with a couple of cold ones in my hand. Uh, it is tomorrow night. I'm assuming you guys will find a TV somewhere. Oh, you guys we will. We will find a television. We've talked about it. And we and we want to do is find not a sports bar that just happens to have the TVs yep. on, but a but a place where you can really concentrate on the football game. Uh, and we'll we'll find that place. It's somewhere in the city of Memphis. We'll okay. find it. So you are staying in Memphis. Yes. Okay. Uh, I've made that trip several times with you on the broadcast team and also as a RCF donor. I, I I absolutely love the trip, and I'm, I'm a little disappointed that I'm not being able to make it, but it is what it is at this point. We will find a place to eat some ribs, and uh, we will find a place to watch a football game. All right, before we move on and take our break, i got a question to ask you. Though. I'm listening to you on Scott's show this morning, the great Scott show, uh, from 7 to 9 on ESPN. 1420. 1420. Um, and Jay's on every Tuesday, except for next week. He'll be on Wednesday because he's uh, he's got... Uh, obligations but nor norman lock no no norman strongberg or what, what's his name spirit in the sky Greenbaum. Greenbaum. that is a horrible tune how can you say that's a great tune well it was it was a smash hit record i okay. agree with but that doesn't and, make and, it and i like i like the guitar riff in it ding, ding, da, ding, ding. no i just no i'm, I'm sorry i have I'm, never liked it. Well, it, it it reminds me of uh they're coming to napoleon <laughs> they're coming to take me away haha ha. well that going up to the spirit in the sky probably not the same thing but yeah. but if you want to make the correlation that's fine well, I mean, you and I agree on a lot of music, but I'm going to disagree with well, you and, on that and, one. and that's fine, but you're going to agree with me that carrying oh. a piece of cooked ham in your pocket is not something you make a song out of. No, it's not. I mean, I, I know why they only had, like you said, I know why they only had one hit. Yep. Oh, my gosh. You're listening. We're talking Craig Malasa and Jay Walker, Voice of the Cajuns. We'll be right back after this message. You're back into We're Talking. Craig Malasa and Jay Walker, the Voice of the Cajuns. Jay, let's talk. Red Wolves and Cajuns. Before we get into that, Cajuns are three and seven, three and seven over their last ten games in Jonesboro, and ten and ten over their last twenty games in Jonesboro. But always, especially recent history, tough place to play. Uh, yeah, and 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 some of that has to do with the fact that Arkansas State's had some pretty good football teams. Um, but yeah, three and seven the last ten trips up there, which which goes back twenty twenty one years. Um, there have been some there have been some times that the Cajuns have had good football teams and not been able to win up there. Arkansas State considers the Cajuns to be their football rival, and I think vice versa. Yeah. Um, and they they really don't like losing to the Cajuns. I mean, they don't. 
And they've had, you know, Arkansas State's found some very interesting ways to win in Jonesboro and some very interesting ways to lose in Lafayette. And so because of that, you know, it, it, now the Cajuns won the last time they went up there, and I think they've won two of the last three trips that they've taken up there. And so maybe for recent history, maybe that business about how tough it is to win in Jonesboro has worn off a little bit. But um, well, since, you're, you're, but since, you're going to get Arkansas State's best shot. Okay, yeah. it's going. This is their game. Okay, they're one in five. They're not going anywhere. Yeah. This is. I don't like the term their Super Bowl. That's insulting, and yes. I don't want to be insulting to them. But this is the game that they have circled. Do you think it's easier for them now that they're going with the one quarterback? Their other quarterback is out. I mean, I know I. I I don't know that I, I, easier is not the right word, but do you think they get more continuity? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, last year Blake Anderson alternated those the, the two quarterbacks, Logan Bonner and, and and Lane Hatcher, alternated them on every possession, and did that just about all year long. And so Bonner transfers out, and you know they hire Butch Jones to be the coach, and they bring in this kid Blackman, and now Blackman's the starter, but. He goes out and struggles, and so they bring Hatcher in. Well, Blackman's not playing. Okay, Blackman is hurt. Don't know when or if he'll be back. So this is now Lane Hatcher's job. Um, we've seen Hatcher before. He's he's good. I mean, he's he's got very good consistency as far as finding his guys are concerned. He can throw the intermediate pass. He can throw it deep, uh, and he ain't scared. And Arkansas State passes the ball twice for every time they run it. So, and they play with the fastest tempo, maybe of anyone in college football. Really, they they go out, they they get back to the line, they snap it again. Very high tempo offense, and and they do that to try to keep you off balance. So, um, you know, they're averaging three hundred and something yards a game through the air. 350, I think. So they're going to throw it a lot, and they're going to play fast. Is that typical of a Butch Jones team, or is that? I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't uh, follow. I, I haven't followed him. I, I, I just don't remember when he was at Tennessee. You know, if if they did it that way, but they're they're doing it that way, and, and they they kept the offensive coordinator from Coach Anderson's staff. So you know, so Hatcher's familiar with with the offense. They don't have. J.J. McGinnis or, a, or a, a Jay Adams like they had last year or, you know, those other dynamic receivers. They do have one that's just a freshman, uh, and he's already caught 35 balls this year. They're, they're, um, they're wide receivers. In fact, their offense in general is pretty young. And they play, they play a lot of freshmen in the two deep um, on the line and with the skilled people. Look, they're going to score some points, okay? They're going to score some points. You're not going to keep them off the board. They have one of the worst defenses in all of college football. Yeah. Statistically, they've given up less than 50 points once. They're giving up almost 600 yards a game with their defense. Um, so they're going to score, but the Cajuns are too. And I think Arkansas State 
if the Cajuns don't go out and shoot themselves in the foot, I think that they're going to have an awful, awfully difficult time stopping the Cajun offense. The thing I noticed that's different about them, they used to have the big physical defensive backs that could play ball and that could take it away. They don't have that this year, and that that I think that's what's hurting them the most, in my opinion. Well, they've also always had a disruptor, usually at the linebacker spot, but a guy who could get after the quarterback, a guy who had, gets tackles for loss, a guy you had to double team all the time. They Under Blake Anderson, it seemed like they had a first-team all-conference guy every year at that type of position. I don't think they have that this year. Um, but the, 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 it's it's been their defensive backfield, I think, that's been um, the shadiest. They only have nine sacks on the year, uh, which means quarterbacks are having time to, to pick that secondary apart, and they've been successful doing it. Conversely, Arkansas State quarterbacks have been sacked 24 times this year. Now, a lot of that's because they're going to throw it 45, 50 times. So how do they go from getting sacked so, so many times to so many yards per game? Is that just uh, just because they're, 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 they've got, they're, they, they're going to run 10 or 15, 20 more plays than the other team? Is? Well, they also are, you know, it's going to be very disproportional between the, the, the pass and the run. You know, this is not a team that wants to establish the run. Yeah. They don't care about establishing the run. They're averaging about 80 yards a game offensively. Now, some of that probably has to do with the fact that they play from behind a lot. But I think a lot of that's just philosophy, that they so. feel like they got some guys who can catch it. They got a couple guys who can throw it. Uh, and, and I don't know that, that their uh, offensive line has done a very good job in, the, in run offense. So they're going to say we're going to play to our strengths, and throwing the football is their strength. Okay. Let me ask you this. I mean, Jonesboro is, I know he gets a bad rap because of guys that went up there 10, 15, 20 years ago. It's, it's changed. It's changed a little bit uh, for the better, I think. We've got friends up there. But Jonesboro also has been a place that somebody can win. Do you see that with Butch Jones? I mean, I know it's early. It's his first year. But, I mean, he's got to get his guys in there. Yeah, he's, um, he's got a chance to win there. He does. Um, it's not an easy place to recruit to for spring sports. And it's not always an easy place to, to recruit to in basketball because they really have no history. But you can get football players to go to Jonesboro. And, you know, they proved that in the, uh, in the 2010s. I mean, when they were yeah. near the top of the league every year. And they were, you know, bowl eligible, I want to say, 11 straight seasons. So, yeah, you can win there, and, and Butch Jones will have a, an opportunity to win there. Um, you know, I look forward to the day when Arkansas State is back to be in Arkansas State because, honestly, the Western Division's been pretty easy pickings for yeah. the Cajuns since Billy Napier's been there. Uh, haven't lost to a Western Division team. Here's the statistic I really like. The Cajuns have won... 11 consecutive road conference games. So being on the road ain't a big, it hasn't been a big deal to them. It's still Arkansas State. They're still going to be ready to play. There's still a history there. And the Cajuns will have to play well. Will they have to play as well as they did against App? Probably not. 
But I don't know that they can go out and play like they did in the second half against South Alabama yeah. and still win that football game because Arkansas State is going to score. They can score and they can score quickly. Yeah. So, Any last words before we sign off? Your thoughts on anything? College football coming up. We'll have another time where we'll get you on and we'll have a few adult beverages because if we're going to start talking conference realignment, we're going to need to be drinking. <laughs> yeah, isn't uh, isn't that the truth? Now, um, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to going up there. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward to homecoming because they haven't announced a whole lot of stuff yet. Yeah. But I think the administration is going to make chicken salad out of chicken feathers with this 11 a.m. kickoff. I think they're going to get creative and still make it a great day for the fans. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm just looking forward to being back at Cajun Field. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I'm missing this trip for several reasons. One, that is for me as a spotter is the nicest booth in the Sun Belt next to maybe App State uh, because of the of, of the of the the size of it and where we sit. Uh, I don't know how it is for your view. I mean, but for my view and where I'm giving you info from, I love it. Yeah, I do too. It's it's. Um, I'm just looking forward to the trip, but but looking forward to being back yeah. home. Um, you know, the Cajuns, uh, it, you take care of your business this week and next week. It's going to be hard for anybody to catch you. Um, I know you're getting ready to talk to Nick White up at ULM. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you, you know, they've been inconsistent as hell. They've gone out, you know, Georgia Southern beat them by 30. And then, you know, Coastal Carolina beat them by 50. But they've got a win over Troy and now a win over Liberty. And the 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 video that I saw of the locker room with Terry Bowden, who's only about five foot five, yeah, and sixty something years old, dancing in the middle of it. I, I I just I just think it's cool that they're having a little success and having a reason to celebrate a little bit. They're still not a great team. They got a long ways to go to be a great team. But when you go the entire season and never have the lead, yeah, which is what they were facing last year. I, I'm glad for the folks up in Monroe and for some of those fans that have been suffering a long time. Who's taller, Terry Bowden or Bush Jones? Who? <laughs> All right, with that, we will sign off. You've been listening. We're talking Craig Malonso and Jay Walker. Thanks for listening.